Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, everybody, it's Tim Heidecker, and you are listening to Hey Fan. Enjoy your morning. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. My name is Levens. My name is Angus. And this week, oh boy, we got some news for you, fam. We've been threatening to do this episode since episode one. In fact, what episode? Just like a straight tonight's up tonight's episode. Oh, this episode in particular, episode. because of the big announcement we'll be talking about later. Oh, that's a very good point. We've been speaking about this since day one. Like this is besides. Batman and Star Wars, like this is the other backbone if this was a weird three-spined animal. Yeah, I feel like yeah, the first like episode of Hey Fan, we talked about Suicide Squad. Yeah. We talked about... Ballers and Ballers. Entourage because time was so different then. <laughs> a flat circle. Yeah, time um, was a flat circle. And uh, the big thing we talked about was Nintendo. And uh, we've got some crazy Nintendo news. I mean, you already know it. You already so it's know not like, it. No, we're not really telling news really. Anyway, no, but it's not news. You're getting our hot takes, guys. People want these hot takes. The thing is like... If we did it immediately afterwards, it'd be that weird pre-cum stage of excitement. Sure. You know, yeah. we'd be like, I love you. <laughs> and then <laughs> right now we've had that five minutes of lying next to somebody and we're going like, oh, I should have put you in my favorites on my phone and put you in front of yeah. my parents. Ice cold, bro. Hey, man. Rubber up. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Before we fuck this Nintendo. Um, so, uh, you know, the, the, one of the one of the biggest... One of the m- most easy to find podcasts on the internet are two Anglo fuckboys just telling you the news for the week. Mm. I like to think Hey Fam is a bit more than that. Yeah. We are, you know, remember a couple of years ago, you go to the, the pub, you get a pub meal, you get your, your sauce or ketchup for your uh, international uh, fans here and your mustard. And over the last few years, it became quite... um. Quite on trend, you know, with the dude food, uh, with the rise of dude food to have a hot sauce. Mm-hmm. We're the hot sauce. We're the hot sauce, guys. We're and, the uh, dude food. We're not the dude food, but we're that extra kind of spice that, you know, you might feel great after listening to it, but at the time, you look kind of cool in front of your friends. So, usually we, we, we review stuff. I used stuff. to steal hot sauce all the time, by the way. Um, from, from where? The dip? From I'm not my, my, say, not my from restaurant? One. No, I don't shit where I ate. <laughs> <laughs> Except... I didn't live there, but also... Rubber up, guys. <laughs> Rubber up. <laughs> so tonight we're going to do a uh, a very news-heavy episode because I feel like since we started, like the last week has really given us like an insane amount of games news, movie news, Look, TV when show When it comes, news, it pours, and uh, no one knows that like the, the, the mailman Zack Snyder, right? <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of news that we've got for once. We've, we've got a lot of, sometimes uh, of we're soggy envelopes the, filled with news for you. So Sometimes we're scraping the bottom of the soggy envelope barrel, but this week we've got a... It's like a, another extended cut of... Um, Batman vs. Superman. Also, um, I was going to put this to Facebook, but I think, you know, let's just go right out the gate with this question, Levens. 
I don't know how much of a masochist you are, but a few strangers have hit me up on the street and have been said, "Hey, I think I'm 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 considerably less of a masochist than you." It's true. Well, you've got a family, you've got things to live for. You've you've got to appear happy in front of your wife and kids. I, I I've got nothing, no one to impress in this uh in this um ivory tower I call home. Rubber up, <laughs> rubber up. It's written everywhere. It's the one motto to get. It's on the welcome mat. It doesn't say knock. It just says rubber up. Rubber up. Um, oh, that's a good. That's a good product. It is. Maybe we should put that on rubber the, up for the Patreon. We'll be launching yeah, yeah. the Patreon <laughs> finally. We've got a reason. It's how, how much would you donate to HeyFam for a, a rubber up doormat? You get a rubber up doormat and a personalized episode of my long lost podcast, The Deep End. <laughs> uh, how's that for a How's that for a deep cut? But Suicide Squad extended cuts coming out. I just need to get this out of the way. Yep. We've never obviously watched this. Should we do a cold watch commentary? Fuck, because that was such popular episode. It was a very popular. People episode. came out of the woodwork to be like, "Thank you for doing that." It was like therapy sessions even for everyone that sat through. Who Batman I don't even Superman. speak to, and I didn't even know knew we, I had a podcast. And, and I know at least like twenty people that have not seen Batman v Superman, but but have listened to our commentary of the extended edition. Are, are you suggesting what we're doing is taking bullets for the teams by doing these things? All right, okay, so are we going to Suicide Squad already out? I don't think it's out, but there's an extended cut coming out very soon on Home Entertainment, much okay. like. The Batman vs Superman. All right, scenario. Should we do this? I'm asking you. I don't want to, but for the for the greater good, for our dear listeners, for our dear fam. Also, we haven't watched this together. I will take a cummy envelope for the team. <laughs> I think it's going to be more than an envelope. This is going to be like one of those poster tubes. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh god, it's huge. This I'll is... take an uh, uh, yeah, an express postal satchel Look, full of cum for the team. Does Suicide Squad count as stolen valor? Because David Ayer was in the army. I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll discuss extremely weird things like that. I know you had a list. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was like, I, I specifically said, hey, Angus, don't sidetrack me tonight before I, I read out a list of news. You knew by t- saying that that I was going to rubber up and dive straight on it. Um, I think we should do it. I really think we should do it. All right, I'll do it. All of course right. I'm going to do it. Listen, it's still tickets. an act. I can't listen wait act. to watch it again well, we so I can be horrible about it. It's true. We haven't watched it together. Then let's get hella pissed. Okay, sounds great. Cool. Um, I, got, I got a lot of flack recently on my other podcast, The Mitchin, because uh, I've done about three <laughs> episodes in a row drunk as hell. See, you should have learned from HeyFam's canon. One drunk cast is good, and then you know the one afterwards, you've got to be sober and go, oh, I don't know what I did wrong. And that, that appeals to the fans. Although I thought we, we, did, a, we did like two, two or three really good drunk HeyFam episodes recently yeah but i mean no the one where i was like blackout drunk. oh yeah like, i mean <laughs> i wasn't the, quite on that level i mean i'm not I'm oh not, no i was actually I, I don't remember i was like listening back to the edit and i was like oh, i don't remember saying anything. this isn't things. lowercase drunk cast this is title case drunk cast <laughs> this is the one with a trademark yeah but uh what was the flack why weren't people um oh we say cunt a lot and um we don't really talk about food <laughs> <laughs> so, but isn't that every the, episode? It's true. Um, so anyway, the news that we're going to talk about on Hey Fam tonight. I guess what we're we'll <laughs> we're going to be doing the same thing on this podcast tonight. We're going to be saying cunt a lot. And we're yeah. not talking about food. <laughs> it may as well be called the Mitchin. So before we get to the news, Angus, I want to play a fun little game with you. Oh, I love fun little. I'm going to read out. I've got, I've got ten news items that we're going to discuss Great. on the show tonight. Uh, maybe more. And this um, is a David Letterman esque. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Top ten. Um, so I want you to. I'm, I'm going to read out the news item, and then mm. you're going to tell me. Predict how how many minutes we're going to dedicate to this subject. Cool. Okay. Some of them are very important, others less so. Um, am I given in true game show style? Is there a total allocation of time, and I have to kind of Look, use? No, just okay. Just top of your mind, cool. how much how much do you want to talk about? Again, this? I'm taking it too seriously already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <Rubber> so up. <laughs> number one. Obviously, the announcement of the Nintendo Switch. I reckon sixty percent to seventy five percent of the episode, maybe. Right. So thirty seconds. Yeah. 
All right, cool. Uh, the Red Dead Redemption trailer. Five minutes max. Five minutes max? Not cool. even that. I reckon two minutes. All right. Um, Tim Miller, the director of Deadpool 1, has been fired from Deadpool 2 because of creative differences with Ryan Reynolds. Depends on how many guy girl and pizza place jokes I could make before we get to it. So... 20 hours. Yeah. <laughs> a two-parter. Make, make sure you put a part one at the start of this when we upload it. Um, there has been a new trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Three to four... No, three to six. Okay, three to six minutes. Hour go, hours. It could go anywhere. <laughs> uh, there's also a brand new trailer for the latest uh, and final uh, Wolverine movie um, starring uh, Hugh Jackman, which is called Logan. Eight minutes. Eight minutes. Okay, cool. You got some good thoughts there? We're just going to do a cover version of Hurt by Johnny yeah. Catch. Yeah, yeah. Um, Doctor Strange, the latest uh, movie from Marvel, comes out tomorrow and reviews have started to come out. Two to three minutes. Okay. <laughs> Such a modest guess. Comic book legend Steve Dillon, uh, the artist on uh, Preacher, Punisher Max, uh, and Hellblazer, died early in the week. However long it takes to say RIP. Yeah. Well, I mean, if uh, we can, we can uh, I'll pass you over to another podcast that I do called we Serious can Issues. To, yeah, we, can. Uh, we, we did a, a little dedication to him, and I recommended some of my favorite books by him. Just because I, I know massive... nothing. Sorry, I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh well, you should. You should. Uh, you should, you should, you should read the. F- yeah. You know what we should have done instead of watching the fucking preacher pilot. I should just given you the first trade. You know this. Year, this year's been great for pilots. Like I felt like a TV exec this year because you and I have just literally done pilot season. We watched yeah. pilots of shows and didn't bother to fuck the rest of them. You know what? What we said last week that there's been a weird year for blockbusters and entertainment. It's been a, like a pretty hot year for TV, I guess. I mean, I, I don't have the time to watch it all, but I assume it's been hot. <laughs> but I love reading AV Club. <laughs> but yeah, RIP Steve Dillon, one of my favorite cartoonists. Yeah, miss and, you. Uh, go listen to my comic what book podcast, Serious Issues. Hasn't been announced yet. Well, so, that's always uh, a good start. Yeah, but he, di- he died. He's the same age as Darwin Cook, who died earlier in the year too. Which yeah, is I, look, I did. Uh, I was sad. Darwin, Darwin's got to have some of his his, his works. Um, so. Uh, Next news item: mm. um, Donald Glover is le- the young Lando Calrissian yeah, in the Han Solo prequel. Uh, I reckon like five to ten minutes. Okay, great. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio is making a Captain Planet movie. I mean, I wish we could do a whole episode on that shit, but um, I don't know. Maybe five minutes. Okay. We were, and that's funny because we made a we spoke about Captain Planet a few weeks ago. Did we? Yeah. Were we drunk? I think we were. Because you accused me of being racist when I said oh, the, right, the monkey fuck. one, and you're like, "Don't call him that." I'm like, "No, he had a monkey." <laughs> And you're like, ooh, ooh <laughs> no, <colors>. I'm racist. <laughs> uh, Real Donald Trump powers. Because <laughs> he was Mexican. Um, was he? Yeah, Marty. Okay, sick. I think that was his name. Oh, look, let's not get into <laughs> semantics. <laughs> let's wait until we actually talk about the movie. Yeah. Um, uh, Star Wars is re-releasing. He's uh, uh, really mm. releasing a brand new version of uh, the Force Awakens Blu-ray. It's yeah. 3D. Mere days away. And it's a beautiful collection. We could probably tie that into the land. I want to go for a total of 12. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, and finally, uh, the most important news item, Tommy Dasilo is an egg. Again, <laughs> make this a three-parter. <laughs> make this a crossover with Filthy Catchers. Make it a crossover with Little Dum Dum Club. Yeah, Get, yeah. This if is you good. want us to record a commentary of Tommy Dassler's life, we could do that. Or you can just go to facebook.com slash real egg hours, yeah. which is essentially the same thing. Which is the, the, the Facebook page that we put thousands more hours worth of effort into each week into anything. Than, into, than, than, than our lives. I put it our in personal far pages. more than personal hey, growth. Fam. You put into, you know, having a family. All right, let's put those eggs back in their carton <laughs> and uh, talk about the Nintendo Switch. Ugh. Ever since we started this podcast, we've been talking about... I mean, did, has it always had the name Nintendo NX since we yep. started? Yeah, so... 
for two, two over two years, I guess that they've the next. Been, I think the it's next been more console, than two years almost. It yeah. was rumored. Nintendo kind of gave up on the Wii U pretty early into the run. They, they made a lot of dumb marketing decisions. We've covered that in in many episodes of Hey Fam. Please say, aka the sixty episodes before this yes. to find um, that out. Oh yeah, happy full, full happy sixtieth to us last episode. By the way. Um, 59, because I remember we skipped I did, an we cheated. Someone <laughs> did message me this week and was like, congratulations on 60 episodes. I'm like, what? I don't think it is. So I think this is our 60th proper episode. I love that we fucked up that canon for such a canon. Well, no, I, can't, I reckon before we do episode 100, we'll do episode 55 or whatever. Long last well, we, what we should do is we'll find out, out everyone. what month it was supposed to... We'll, we'll, track, we'll, we'll obviously find out what happened and just maybe Google that month and see all the important things that happened and do it as if it's real. That's a really good idea. Man, I can't believe this, the Nintendo NX is getting announced in a month or so. I, I bet you they're really going to call it that. Man, it's so cool. We haven't done a drunk episode in ages. We have to do this. Um, yeah, I'm just so, trying to, look, I, 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 I've just, you said it was two years ago. I'm trying to see when they announced it. And it, was, it was under the most bizarre... Um, it was almost like a press release or something, wasn't it? Remember the way it was announced? It was well, very yeah, it was, unceremonious. Because it, it, it was to the, the investors. It wasn't to the public. But of course, everything that gets revealed That's to the, right. the investors They go During a the joint public. press conference in March 2015 to announce the partnership with uh, DNA, who are making uh, Mario Run and I, I'm presuming Fire Emblem and the Animal Crossing And they games. made the uh, the one that's already already out. No, they didn't make Pokemon. No, no, not that, that one. The uh, the one you've forgotten about. <gasps> oh, sorry, so yeah. Pointless. Yeah, Mitomo. We, we actually, we invested a few hours into that. Oh, I've put at least 20 into it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, um, during a joint press conference, yeah, they confirmed they were developing a new hardware codename code NX, which was described as having a brand new concept. And so we've been... Speculating on what pouring over leaks, speculating. I mean, I mean we actually, you know, we don't really speculate that much on this show. We definitely kind of lend our thoughts. We to put what our we money where our mouth is. I'm right, but like a podcast. Uh, so I'm definitely a Nintendo apologist. I'm, I, I knew I, I am too, to a degree, too, but I'm far more of one. I'd Look, I can see why though. You've got a young family boy girl who will be growing up with a nintendo household and I'm also well like aware. you know I, i've and you can i, buy I, those I, I have things. money to spare sometimes yeah you know? totally and, and so i i even if i even though like yeah a new console is expensive i know that even if i just get one or two great mario games or a good zelda or whatever like that's mm. my money well invested. and look i could be getting it too but I, instead i'm buying yeezys and they haven't disappointed me yet they actually do <laughs> What they say on the box. They, they play new Zelda games. <laughs> yeah, they don't, you know, third parties don't drop out of the last minute. Like, <laughs> um, I guarantee you. Look, man, you know what's bizarre? The Wii U and a pair of Yeezys both didn't get original Zelda titles. Like, that's kind of <laughs> fucked. I just realized that then. Wow, that's the hottest take I've heard so far. And that's pretty fucked up, if you ask me. <laughs> so, you know what? A pair of Yeezys was $260. I'm wearing those instead. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm copping way more compliments than that Wii U that collected dust. Um, we're going to do, I guess, towards the end of the year when we do our kind of gaming wrap-up for 2016, we might do a little special about Wii U. Mm. I think I, we should. We'll do a valet. Because ha- there were some great games on there. There were some great moments. And I, I think We'll do a even, pull one out. We'll do the highs. We'll do the lows. We'll do we, this is your life. And you and I should spend a day like playing, catching up on games that we haven't played. Yeah, little, I think we should some make... Of, some of the downloadable content. We should make it a note. We should, yeah. Because I, I think... There is someone to play. Like I am really curious in Nez Remix. Yeah. And... Uh, 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 Hyrule Warriors needs to get more of my time. That kind of there were a few, oh, that's a how few you different got that. Games. I'm yeah. gonna get that too. Yeah, now the, the deal sees out the, and shit. There's right? a lot to love about what what they did, but I, I also a lot to kind of criticize for them just fucking up constantly. I mean, look, for, I'm putting it down to the Nintendo vacuum. Sent, like in 25 words or less, like they were so heavily in a Nintendo vacuum during this phase. I mean, 
With think about the NX. Sorry, now we've got to start calling it the Switch. Think of the Switch launch. Like we're, it's launching in an era where there's going to be a Mario smartphone game that's an official Mario game. Yeah, like they're completely different from landscapes. 2013. Sorry, from 2011. Yeah, this came out 2011 to 2016 to 2017. Nintendo. Mm. They're such a different company. Totally. And we never thought that we would be saying shit like that. So we're going to lament about the Wii U later in the year. It was but probably the la- about- look. You know, it was probably the last of its kind. It's like a video store. When you said the last video store in a neighborhood before it gets knocked down, like it was probably the last Nintendo of its kind. I mean, in that, in that, what, 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 what do you think won't be carrying over to? Well, to the, the fact Switch? now that apparently the teams have merged and the Switch is both a portable and a home console. Sure. Like I see what you mean. Yeah. I couldn't even take a shit in this house with the Wii U controller, which was the. You know, I love that every single person that talks about the Wii U talk, oh, like, totally. brings up the example of trying to take a shit. While, it's like while, every single person while playing it after you know getting their ribs removed, like Marilyn Manson. What's the first thing they're going to try to do when you do that? That's exactly when you get a Wii U, the first thing you do is try to take a dump with it. Never worked. Like you, it. it you up. could literally get like two meters away from it, kind of. Yeah. Um, rubber up, rubber up. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Speaking we're, of which, you could get weird protectors for the Wii U pad. Remember, they could rubber arm. Um, we're going to lament the Wii U uh, later in the year, but we're going to talk about the Switch right now, which is a brand new console from Nintendo, which is getting released in March next year, apparently. Yeah, and was, I, d- I doubt that's going to happen. Man, I don't know. It's everywhere. Like e- I walked past an EB the other day, and besides seeing things on sale, like everything was Switch. It was even saying like coming March twenty. Yeah, but I mean, EB and JB both do, especially EB. Like they'll just photocopy whatever the fuck they find on the internet. But did you find like, you can pre-order things? Were like, you following a lot of leaks in the lead up to the internet? Like I was doing some deep dark web shit, and the week before the announce, basically this huge kind of post came out by some, an insider mm. who was like, "I work at a um, like like a JB whatever equivalent." The video is being announced next week. Like everything they said came true, and they're like, "We're getting demo units in February. We've been told, we've been shown how it looks, but there's no concept. Like, but there's no name. It's a placeholder, and they're like locked in for March. Yeah, like they sound like they're already in the process of taking orders to pre-ship. I think it's going to happen. I think this new lean Nintendo, agile Nintendo, which we've been given under their new leadership, I think they can make that happen. So I'm going to assume that everyone listening right now has watched the preview. Um, I mean, it's pretty much came out when our episode came out. Again, it was one of those great moments where like, hope nothing big happens when we finish this episode. Um, And uh, if you haven't, go watch it. It is basically just the uh, the, the coming together of of portable and play at home. Uh, you know, you have lots of different examples of when this, you know, console that you're playing at home could then you can then take out somewhere else and play with friends or with your dog. Or it's exactly it's on a, bit a rooftop dis- party. I wouldn't call it disappointing, but it was exactly what the rumors pretty much had said it had been for the last year and what everyone had speculated. Yeah, we, we weren't expecting this uh, this to come out at all. Like, I, I, I'm sorry, I, I wasn't expecting them to put out a trailer like this. I was expecting a Nintendo Direct. I was expecting maybe a 20-minute presentation with various Nintendo And so, employees. I went in with pretty low expectations, and I think they really delivered on totally. like, like a pretty appealing-looking package. Man, again, like I said before, where you're comparing, when I was saying the Wii U era was the last of its kind, it was like a new step into the Direct. You know what it reminded me of? When the Wii was announced and the video with the controller, and you saw like an old man and his grandson, like Japanese family playing Wii, and then you saw four young people playing. Like It was showing... It got and back. It reminded me more of the Wii launch than I, I remember. You and I have even spoken about this on the podcast when we watched the Wii U um, reveal, and it was kind of like I remember there was a scene where it's like somebody comes in and you see uh, like a, a girlfriend walks in the room and someone's playing Mario on uh, 
the TV and she's like, oh, I want to watch this now. And he's like, okay. And then puts it on the screen. And it was, it was just like, oh, okay. So that's what that is. And yeah. It was it nowhere near you, exciting. It was exciting. And also, you couldn't be an elderly person playing tennis. Yeah. It already just kind of, it, it, it kind of looked like, which is all anyone wants from a video game. It's all they want, or bowling. <laughs> but it was like the way, pretty much, the way tape was just like, sorry, the way um, promo video was like, imagination is the limit, basically. And this was like, you don't have to like fight with your girlfriend about which game you're going to watch. And it's like, that was the soul to me. Like the beauty, the, 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 the Wii remote, sorry to lament, like chat so much about the Wii. The Wii remote reminds me of what Steve Jobs said, the iPad and the iPhone was, it was like a blank piece of paper and it was what you, or what, what we found out later, what developers did with it. Also the Wii remote doesn't have a headphone jack. <laughs> Conspiracy, iPhone seven, see you in hell, rubber up. <laughs> uh, but the Wii U, just to me from the get-go, it seemed like the one thing was it had another screen you could play on. And, and, and that it, was it was that. so rarely utilized. So whether or not developers, like, I mean, what, there's been a joke going around like, hey, all Wii U, Wii U users, thanks so much for participating in the beta. The beta of the, of, of, uh, the, of the um, sti- Switch. Yeah, exactly. Well, look, and let's start from the get-go. Let's, let's start from the top. So you and I, we've spoken about before in a private group on Facebook where we chat horseshit about video games constantly. A bunch of us were awake, ready to watch this. It was 1am, Sydney time. And it I, came out. What, I love this shit. Find- I love this shit so much. Same, I, I love staying up with friends and just this fucking... This couch has been the home of me. Like, I leave my bed because, you know, if I'm sleeping next to someone, I'm like, the last... Which, you know, it happens, guys. <laughs> I'm not as lonely <laughs> as I make out I am. Rubber up. <laughs> Rubber up, though. I, you know, I'll come out here and... Um, Rubber I, up. <laughs> plus, I just like it. It makes me think I'm a kid or something. It's like sleeping on the couch. I take out a, like a blanket or something and I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch this and pump up the music and not really annoy anybody. Mm. Uh, and I was so excited. I was like, I didn't know what to expect. We were just told, first, we were shown that ridiculous image of Mario peeking from behind a curtain. And I was just saying like, Nintendo NX news. Yeah. And it came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. So we're like, fuck, it's actually happening. And that what's what made me think, shit, that person who said like, they're getting demo units, it's all going according to plan. That's all correct. And they said also it is. It looks like something which has controllers on the side, which you can then take off. Um, so then we saw the video. How did what, 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 how did you see it first? Where did you see it? Did you see it on like Twitter? Did you see it on Facebook? Did you see it on YouTube? Well, because like, yeah, Nintendo's website went down when when, when everyone yes. went there to go look at it, and then I realized that of course it's on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. So I watched it on YouTube straight mm-hmm. away. I was uh, sitting on my couch, and uh, I uh, I was like, you know, they they give you enough information about what it what it does, and it was very clear. What they were communicating. I mean, obviously, there's I still have hundreds of questions about. Oh, from the get-go, like specs, battery games, life. That, that was my first. Yeah, um, my but that's also like for frame everyone. Rate for when everyone, like it. that's like that seems like the biggest thing everyone's complaining about. Like, oh, three hours. Like when no, nothing's really been said. It's just like the prediction is it's three hours. But also, like everyone has like I, I have like a battery pack that can that mm. can charge my, also, my phone. Like, hold on to your dick. Times. You know, in two years they're going to release the, the Nintendo Switch Slim, which has like ten hours battery life, bigger. Better everything. Like yeah. every console does that. Also, like I don't understand why like battery life would would stop you from buying something cool. Yeah, totally. Plus, every plane they showed a plane in, everything has a USB charger now. Yeah. But anyway, so you saw the video. How'd you see? But what were your impressions? Like, I personally didn't think the console was called the Switch. I thought it was some new weird because I kind of had a fifteen minute nap and set my alarm for. 1250 because I was pretty tired because I just gotten back from the states and I was uh-huh. like pretty fucking sleepy still jet lag had really hit me and that week was pretty tough but I was like 
okay, I'm going to have a little nap. I'm going to wake up. And my alarm went off. It was on my watch. And I was like, I was like, shit, shit. I saw it on my Nintendo Switch. And I'm like, oh, they're going for like a, I'm a PC, I'm a Mac. Like, are they trying to get people to switch to Nintendo? So I was kind of like quite, like you might even know I was chatting to you during it. I was pretty, I wasn't that descriptive of what I was saying. I was kind of like, okay, I've watched it. I'm going to bed now. Mm. Um, I thought the name originally meant it was like, yeah, a campaign by Nintendo to get people to switch to Nintendo. Sure. Because I was like, it's a verb. You'd switch to something. So I was like, I wonder what the system's called. And then at the end, I was like, oh, it's called the Nintendo Switch. And I was kind of like taken aback. I was like, oh, but anyway, we'll go into that in a minute. But that was my first kind yeah, of Yeah, we, we had a long discussion. That was like before you went to bed, you had a long discussion about how much you hated the name Switch. Yeah. Like I remember when the Wii came out, I was like, I, I was really into the name. Uh-huh. Because Wii... It's a positive word. It means like collective in English. It means yes in French. Like you could go on with what it means. It looked, you know, fuck. The, 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 like because I have such a design bone. I love it. I remember when they described the name. They're like the two dots are like, it's like the controllers it looks like. Mm-hmm. It also looks like two people playing. Like it was a beautiful selling point. It was like almost some Steve Jobs shit. I was like, the name's perfect. It's an invented name. Switch is just a word. Like sure. it's, it's a, and I, and I said it to you and, um, it was still my initial thought. It sounds like a budget hatchback. I, like I could see a car on the street called the Suzuki Switch or something. Right. And sure. I'm just like, the Switch just sounds like a product name that has gone through like a few kind of not A-tier marketing companies or like hasn't been road tested too well. But it makes sense now. Now I'm just like, okay, it's called the Nintendo Switch. I have to just get it. Switch yeah. has other meanings too. It's like a traditional turn a switch on and off. Like, like I guess a console can. I just I think, think I think it was a definitely a, a you know very conscious decision to to have the name oh, so be conscious. a description of what it does in some way. Yeah, I mean like a PlayStation a, tells you what it does. It's a station to play. A GameCube yeah. was a cube you played games in. It's just like I don't know. I guess Nintendo 64. Xbox it used to be a box in a box, yeah. and now it isn't. It's an Xbox. Mm. DS was dual screen. Mm. I mean. I don't know, Switch to me, though, is just at least... I don't know, those things were kind of stylized and invented words. Like, GameCube was an invented word by Nintendo. Um, Wii was... Wii, but then again, you can see what they're doing. They're distancing the fuck away from Wii U disaster, which was so many people thought that was just a new controller for the Wii. Yeah. The fact that it used Wii remotes. Yeah. and yeah, so you can the, see why they're doing... The Wii U was definitely a misstep overall, for yeah, sure. You can see what they're doing. It's almost as if, you know, to use another beloved yet hotly debated... Uh, product on our podcast and in the, the sphere of our podcast it was like disney purposely not putting episode seven in any of the marketing for the force awakens because the episodes had connotations of the prequels sure which were universally you know panned yep so i can see why they're doing it it's literally like because i think the mis- not the mistakes but the, you know the missteps of the wii u and its announcement and it's kind of head like people didn't really know it existed because they're still selling Wii's. Like, at some stage, the Wii's were probably outselling the Wii U's. Yeah, for sure. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, this is a clear conscious cut. I still don't love the name. It's I still I still think GameCube is honestly... And or, and Super Nintendo. They're like... Super Nintendo is my favorite console name of all time. Yeah. Just because it's fucking boss. Also, because Nintendo, which is a great word. Nintendo's a great word. And a lot of people speculating that it was just going to... This, this new console was just going to be called the Nintendo. They've done that for a while. So, I remember that rumor since the Wii... Or the NES, they're going to go back to it and collect the Nintendo. I'd love that. I mean, in a way, I kind of love what PlayStation do. I love they've just called every console. They put a number on the end. Yeah. It's like the iPhone. Like, that shit lasts forever. What, like, or but, Police Academy. Or Police Academy. <laughs> Rubber up. <laughs> We're watching the Police Academies, honey. Uh, but it's look, it's called the Switch. It's it. It's called the Switch. It's just going to be funny. Like, I, I was putting in my head, like, when I go down to the shops and, you know, the shops. 
and I get my pocket money out. I said, I'd like to buy uh, Skyrim, please, as they wanted you to know uh, Bethesda's making games. Uh, would you like that on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, or Switch? Like, Switch just sounds so different, and maybe that's what they want. Yeah. I've uh, I've toured with a DJ called Switch from the UK. Yeah, Switch is... A di- how's he feel? I wonder if he's in any Did Reggie give him the call up and go, yeah, we're yeah. using your name? <laughs> um, so... We've spent way too long talking about the name. But the name is important. Like, this is a name we're going to be saying for the next five years. Like, it, and it's also, the you know, it's not a continuation on event. And it is a big part of if this gets integrated into, into regular society like the Wii was. Wii like, was you know, just yeah. a universe. Like, you said the word Wii, people knew what it meant. I reckon people were just going to call this a Nintendo. Well, that weird new Nintendo thing. Yeah. So, I, just, I don't see the name. You can't stylize it. You can't shorten it like PS4, Xbone. I find it's like, it's it's going to be hard. Like, people love to shorten shit. I don't know. Are people going to call it NS? Switch? It's, it just, it's it's kind of hard. I reckon NS probably take on. Just call, NX was a great name. NX was good. And it meant nothing, except it could have meant something. It could have meant that. The Nintendo's Witch. Yeah, Nintendo's Itch. I don't know. <laughs> Nintendo's It. What do you um, think about the design of the console? Um, I think it looks cool. It looks really weird. I like weird looking shit. I mean, imagine the person listening right now is blind and can't watch it. How do you describe it? Like it looks like a like like Pluto, like Mickey's dog Pluto. <laughs> the controller with, does, yeah. Yeah, the controller, like, but the controller, like, also docked with other. Like, mm. it, it looks like he's like little ears sticking out. Yeah. So the whole thing is modular. Like it, one thing I think, that, which is kind of cool, that kind of like you know, when you see a PlayStation Four reveal, you know what the controller is going to look like. It's looked the same since day one. There is no, you know, when you see those charts. Actually, this is what I, one of my first thoughts I had. You know, when you see those charts, it's like the evolution of the controller, and it has the old. Atari with the joystick and then it, you know, went up to the Wii remote and you're like, wow, look how far we've come. What are they going to show for the Switch? Because there's literally so many different ways you can play it, which is kind of awesome. Mm. Like it's up to you. It's a first, I don't know. What do you, what? Yeah. So uh, here's my, my big take on it. I kind of don't care what the system can do and will do. And like, I mean, I, I'm, obviously I'm interested. I can't wait to hear all their new insane ideas. Mm. I just want... The biggest, for me, the biggest failure of the Wii U was that they didn't just fucking hammer us with the good games mm. to begin with. I don't even care about third party support. I understand that that's very important we don't for get it to latch on. For those reasons. But I feel like we're past the point of Nintendo ever actually competing with PS4 and Xbox. They have it to like be actively. It has to be another market or like you know a, a market for people that like to have a second console, a portable console. And I also don't think that they're going to be like. I mean. They're they're definitely competing more with the like the the handheld like you know phone market and yes, iPad. It's market. going after tablets, isn't it? Tablet gaming. But more than anything, I feel like for me, I don't care what this console can can do. I just want those games. You want Nintendo, and I, and I want and like for me, the most exciting part of the entire trailer was the little glimpses of of a new Mario game, mm-hmm. the slight changes to Splatoon and the Mario Kart Eight. We, we were seeing, you know, you can play as King Boo, who you can't play as in, in the uh, Wii U version. You had double items, just double like you items, did Double Dash. Yeah, yeah. Um, which some still, uh, you know, people still regard as the greatest Mario card of all time. Yeah, and I think, look, I think this is a pretty, like... Not me, I one, still one, think eight is. Eight, eight's so good. Um, I th- uh, also, I don't know anyone that thinks Double Dash is the best one. It's got a huge time. cult following. Really, right. It's that cult. People just love the GameCube. And, and I actually it. think, like, I... I'm probably jumping forward a bit here, but I don't think this is going to set the world on fire like we did, but I think it is going to do like GameCube numbers. Which if it is does GameCube, compar- I'm already pumped. Yeah, yeah. GameCube has such a great cult about it. Yeah, but it's definitely... I mean, Nintendo definitely want to shoot way past that because GameCube is kind of considered a failure too. I think so, but I think now it's kind of looked back upon fondly. It's kind of like their Dreamcast. 
Mm, but like, from, a, from from a sales point of view, though, yeah, true, yeah. Again, and in, again, you know, interesting to note. Having said that, much like the GameCube, this console's being released out either, depending which way you see it, at the end of the current generation or as the start of the new generation. You know what I mean? Sure. Just like the Wii U, just like the GameCube was released so far after the Xbox and the um ga- uh, PS2. It's interesting. Yeah. Whereas before you used to get like six months between the two. So they play they play by their own rules. Look, they're on Nintendo time now, and I think that's for the where, first, that's where they should be. Like, and what else was interesting was the list of um, third party support, which they really wanted to tell you about. That to me was almost like casting Han Solo, uh, Harrison Ford as Han Solo in Episode Seven. You know what I mean? It was kind of like we're doing it how we used to. Yeah, sure. But it just reminded me a lot of this of a lot of not an apology announcement, but it was kind of like a hey, we've. We know how the world operates in 2016 now. But like I, the but trailer's fine. I've watched it. I reckon like 20 times. Yeah, totally. still the trailer's like- absolutely fine. And we're gonna talk about Red Dead, which we said which aired like an hour after the. the, the oh um, yeah, it did nothing for the me. Switch. I, the trailer I, was so pointless. Yeah, I mean it looks very pretty. But- yeah, we'll talk about it. In yeah, a minute. We'll I've, I've got a really fucking hot Red Dead theory. Um, to Dude, come out later. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. I'm really excited. Should to, I rub to, her to up again? It. Rub her up. I've got like 40 condoms on right now because of the amount of times we've said it. Envelope up. But there's no way I'm going to be getting anybody. <laughs> um, Snyder levels of pregnancy. Um, so, yeah. I mean, like yeah, like I said, the, the, the most excited I, I got in it while watching was Mario seeing that, that Mario glimpse because it looked like... What it I, look, I it love Galaxy. Playing, it wasn't playing basketball with some strangers at basketball courts on your um, <laughs> Switches. I, I mean, look, I think the, the, the package could be so appealing because, like, this is the console that you can, you know, like, f- for someone that that is, that is not into gaming at the moment but likes the idea of video games, this is a package that you can get... Not Tommy Dasselow. That, um, that this is a package that immediately has... Two controllers mm. you can take anywhere, and you can plug into your television and play at home. Yeah, you can so play for, in the so, car. You can for, play it on a train. Exactly. So, so for people that aren't really into, I, I'm, hopefully that this translates well, and they get that message across. I think the the ad absolutely did this. Yeah. That like that people that don't have a console at the moment that like you know are interested in playing on the go that are interested in like they just kind of want to have like have, get the entry level way to play games with their friends on their own on mm. holiday, like. I think this is a cool package, and I really hope they advertise it. Like the the ability, like you know, already having the pack in ability to have two players just it's with massive. what's built into it. I can't it. think of a That's console really cool. in the last fifteen years. It's come pre-packaged, like not a deluxe edition, but just the regular out the gate edition is coming with two controllers. And it reminds me of the Famicom in Japan, yeah. which actually had the, had the, wi- two, the yeah. two controllers wired, wired into it. it. In fact, the mini version of that. Like we you know we're getting the, the oh, how good's the, the mini, mini version of the Famicom look? The Famicom is so sick and it has two tiny little controllers. I want to get it wired, wired into it. I really want to get uh, it. Yeah, I think I might. We should look into how much it costs. It's going to cost about 160 each. Oh, sick! Let's I've do already it. done some research. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. As mentioned earlier in the podcast, money to burn, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, some men just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> some women just want to watch their money burn. Um, yeah, the Mario game to me looks like a kind of spiritual successor to Mario 64, to yeah. Mario Sun- Sunshine. Whereas you could call Mario 3D unreal. World was kind of like, it was an on-rails 3D Mario game. I still love it, but it's a very different game as, you know, just like Galaxy was a very different game to Sunshine of 64. Sunshine of 64, really similar. You have that crazy big hub world mm-hmm. that you get different access to as you progress through the yeah. game. I really want a game like that again. I love that me model too. of game so much. I was kind and- of bummed that... um. Galaxy 2 went to the mark because I think Galaxy came out, then Mario Brothers U came out. No, Mario Brothers, new Mario Brothers Wii came out, 
which was the world map where you'd move level to level. And then they adopted that for Mario Galaxy 2, remember? Yeah, I love a really good hub world. Yeah, and I Galaxy kind of, 2 is probably my preferred Galaxy game same overall. Same here, but I miss the hub. I love a hub world. The Hub, the hub Ros- world in, in the first one was kind of dumb. I liked it. Rosalina's Observatory is pretty. The music was amazing. But like getting around to all the different levels was actually kind of annoying. I was into points. it. I love right. that. I've just okay. walked around the music. The music was, is so good. Yeah, yeah it's my favorite yeah. bit of Mario music. And it's like random little like stars just shooting yeah, around. It's you. beautiful. It looked yeah. gorgeous. It kind Galaxy of, is good. I, I, I really want them to do an HD collection. about to say the same thing. Because it's a so beautiful look. I want the launch title to be made for RCA. Yeah, not made. They look so bad when you when you play them on an HD television. I want um, I want the launch title that title we saw, which is going to look so different. Like Nintendo have said recently, like those games aren't any games that are in development. They were just kind of demo screen things. I know, but I really want the launch to be Mario Galaxy Three. I want the launch to just be like holy fuck, like all the. I I I want them. I want I want to see. That the reason they weren't putting out any games in the last year, like, like four amazing AAA titles on launch. Imagine that exactly, and then, and then like you know six months later we get another four and six months, and like you know I want I want my Metroid. Mm-hmm. I want you know I want this this you know obviously Zelda's going to come out the bat. That's exciting yeah. as fuck, and we saw a glimpse of that in the beginning, and you know any more footage of that. I wonder if there I'm will be a weird cult of um, Breath of the Wild Wii U purists. I, I'm probably going to get it on both consoles because really? money to burn, baby. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm curious to see how the um, I like the, the two facts that um, listeners have learned about us in this episode is, is that I, I practice safe sex and yeah, then you spend money like you um, have sex sometimes and yeah. I have money to buy. Um, also confirmed which I think a lot of people haven't spoken about as much but it was very much confirmed again much, uh, similar to the fact that it was a portable and a home console is that it is using cartridges that's confirmed you see a dude at the airport popping a game and I think that's definitely to preserve battery life because a lot of the battery would be spent... Disc reading. Dis- yeah, spinning those discs. You can fit fuckloads on a cartridge. Cartridges are significantly more expensive to Make uh, develop. And harder than, to pirate. Than, yes, that's right. But I, I wonder if that will stop third parties from getting involved with yeah, um, right. making games. I personally, like, I don't care unless third parties... Um, like, I don't want... We, when we, like, announced all the third party support, all it meant was that we got... Wii U versions of like Arkham and Call of Duty City and Call of Duty like a year after they came out on and they PS4 were never as good exactly and that sucks I don't want that if those if those parties see the hardware and see this cool device like if this becomes the only fucking um, non iPhone or iPad related uh, portable device hopefully that means third parties just make portable games for it that's another thing I was like thinking fuck I'm, I'm hoping a is that a touch screen. And be indeed people just uh, indeed people going to flock to it because they're like oh shit we've been hitting that iPad market we've been getting games that we've put on iPad which are like sword and sorceries like stuff that are you know quite quite well revered and they're just gonna be porting that there and it's gonna be this amazing back catalog yeah of that could be awesome portable games which don't use much battery which aren't you know as, as you know it's not gonna be draining the battery as much as per se as having two people and a linked system oh that was cool too we saw we saw two people linking. Four people linking two systems together Which outside. Is, that's, that's super appealing to me. Like the things that okay, the, the hardware specs that appeal to me so far that we know about. One, like I'm about I'm about to go on tour. Yeah, I'm, I'm like going to New Zealand for a few days, and I'm doing like a bunch of other. I'm gonna be in a hotel a lot. You want to be? I'm gonna be, gonna be a lot of planes. Exactly. I want like 3ds is great, but I would love to play like you know the equivalent of a Nintendo AAA game. Yeah. While on tour, that's yeah. like so appealing to me. While on holiday, you know. 
Also, what's really appealing is that, you know, you and I talk about video games together a lot. We very rarely play them together. No, it's It too would be hard. so fucking cool to be able to bring out my system over here. And for I bring us it to, to your house. We just fire up Mario Kart on our separate screens. Yeah. I'm also, like, really, really excited to see. Like, I thought one of the coolest things about the 3DS was all of the dumb uh, interactivity, like the... Um, Street Pass yeah, games. Street Pass and stuff. And I really reckon that, 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 like, I hope that they're doing, like, a lot of development in, like, and you, you can know, see things, that, things get- that encourage you to take the system out mm. and, and use it as a portable system and you get rewarded with it when you bring it home. It's like, yeah. oh, you know, you, you know, it, it, whatever, some version of Pokemon Go on it, or, like, that you that collects Pokemon for you. An or, actually good version. <laughs> yeah. But I, and I also reckon that um, a really amazing thing that hopefully they're doing is that, so, you know, obviously they're going to get, like, millions of new Nintendo fans at the end of the year when Mario Run comes out. Yes. Because as if everyone has a phone. I was hoping if it was a Nintendo Direct, I was hoping it'd be like, this comes out in March and go to the uh, the App Store now because Mario Run's available. I I was was predicting that. I was like, man, that's Uh, the best. I mean, having us just talked about it, so we're going to come out tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So, well done us. Everyone, you're welcome. We've cursed Um, it. But... uh, We've cursed our ratings for your pleasure. (laughs) Uh, I reckon... A really good move for Nintendo would be to do like a like a, a deluxe um, Switch version mm-hmm. of not only Pokemon Go but Mario Run that comes like packed yeah, wow. in free with. Um, it's a great idea. Like because you know, like the 3DS has had all those cool apps already preloaded. Yeah, on the it head load, the head shooting that, that thing. used all the AR, AR stuff. I don't know, that I, makes I, sense. Yeah, I, I, I really Mario hope Run that, isn't just confirmed for iPhone. It's also tab like iPad, isn't it? I yeah. think. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think that that they should be able to have a lot, like yeah, like tablet games, especially if they're going to be, be, be making them now. They may as well put their fucking tablet games on their gaming devices mm. too. And Nintendo, like you look as much as we said at the start, we didn't use Miitomo. Like, wouldn't it be great if Miitomo was on there and that was their Mi Plaza or whatever? Mm. I mean, they kind of got it right. I thought with I really think the one of the most underrated aspects of the Wii U was the whole social side of things, where you didn't have to go to a forum on something to write to people. It collected, you know, people eventually became just pictures of dicks because it was, to be honest, it was hard to write on the pad with the stylus. Like it wasn't great. Maybe this will have like an iPad-esque virtual keyboard and you can just type away, you know, on for, it'll take you straight or to voice chat. Hopefully like, hopefully like one of the biggest things that they've learned is that people are sick of Nintendo babying them. Yeah. No more um, friend codes in LA. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If they, yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm very, very interested to see how user friendly their, their new mm. operating systems are. I mean, you know, it's so easy to add people on PlayStation, and I'm, I'm presumably on Xbox Live. Yeah, you can do it on your phone. Yeah, um, I did it the other day with uh, previous Hey Fam Live guest Nikia Louis. She was I'm, like, "Who plays this?" And I'm like, "Me." And she's like, "Cool, add it." And it's just like that was easy. I didn't have to give you 16 digits. By the way, our PSN uh, codes are Chimichangas. And, and yours is Levdog. Levdoggy with a Y Lev on Doggy. the end. At yeah. us. A bunch of listeners have. And, uh, a bunch of listeners have. I, I, I play games like once a month, but uh, and I'm I, so I love, sorry I love to the person who kept trying to play Overwatch with me. I had a really bad internet connection back then. <laughs> I am ready to play. So look, we'll wrap it up with this little talk. We, obviously, we're going to talk about Nintendo probably every episode. How do you want it to launch? What do you want? What, ge- what type of games do you want? Because I want Breath of the Wild. I want a new... Um, a new, a new, either, either, yeah, like you said, Galaxy Three or the equivalent of Super Mario Sunshine of sixty four. Mm-hmm. I think out the bat, like boom, and then I want like it looked sunshiny because I, th- you know, it, was it looked kind really of, sunshiny because but it also looked very Mexican. Which was I was about to cool. say what, what was interesting in Sunshine. It took a really, for what I think was, was still to this day hasn't been seen again in a Mario game. It, the 
architecture and everything of Delfino Plaza was pretty. At the, it was like it was so good, but it was like realistic. Yeah, it just looked like a, like Mediterranean town. Yeah, totally. And I think is that a little nod and a wink in the trailer. For the, for the Switch where you see, you know, the girl playing the one-player Mario 3D game and it looks quite like, you know, South American. It's kind of the bright colors of the houses. Someone's so wearing a sombrero. Someone's wearing a sombrero. <laughs> like, is it is it a, you know, is, are they going to be like we're putting Mario in like a naturalistic setting again? Super Mario Moonshine. It's not going to be like snow level. Yeah, water totally. Level. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like, you know, because I... Galaxy was great, but you know, then you had like a weird toy world. You had a weird. They went kind of with the sixty-four route, where it's, it every was, world you jumped into had a big theme. There was like and it was very much experimenting with the idea of platforming. Mm. Whereas, whereas something like Sunshine, like it's actually Sunshine is a pretty fucking broken mess in parts, but yeah. overall, it's it, it's an incredible game. Yeah, I still love. I still remember seeing the um, the GameCube launch, and it was like a flood. There was no flood at the time, I think, but it was showing. Yeah, flood sucks. God. Yeah, it was just it was showing Mario running around what looked like at the time, like you know, realistic. He was running on terracotta roofs. It wasn't like a big, mm. big fantastical world. And I remember being like, "Fuck, that looks great." It's like a naturalistic Mario. It looks, it kind of looks like that in a sense. That little hint. Um, yeah, and these AAA titles. What What are your thoughts? I just want to ask you before you move on about the. We've heard rumors. Uh, we even heard. Um, is it Seratu the uh, Smash Brothers? Creator Sawata Sawata mentioned the fact, and I no, it's definitely not. I just like it's combined no. his name with with the water. Sorry, but yeah, it's whoever yeah. was the um, I think it's Sarato. Sakurai. I think, yeah, I don't know. Look, let's not just let's name not, Japanese let's not just, names let's until not just we get banned. The entire nation of Japan and people who actually bothered to do research. It, he did say that they were going to be re-releasing Smash Brothers on the NX. Is that it was, remember how that became an eventual rumor? Yeah, or? yeah, I'm sure that's like it was. I don't know if he specifically said it, but it was. It has been a rumor. It looks like they're doing that with 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 Mario Kart Eight and Splatoon. That's and what I think how do you feel about these remasters? Look, it's that's we are in the minority as a as a, as a group of people that bought actually bought say. the Wii U. I yeah. don't. I think that's a clever move. Because in a way, they're kind of like going like, "Fuck, we've got these ten out of ten games that no one they've already played, played and no yeah, one yeah. played them." Like if they just bought up the graphics, but like if they do that straight away out of the bat. <laughs> Here are these slightly reduced um, cost deluxe editions of what we know are already great games. So imagine that. Imagine so coming smart. out of the gate. Brand new Mario, brand new Zelda. And then Mario Kart. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And... Don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Uh, Splatoon and Smash Brothers. Again, and I Mario think I said Maker. this to you at the time, I'm like, it would be kind of, sh- in a way, it is still, we're getting older games and a Zelda, which is on both consoles, which means... Technically, maybe the only new game would be the new Mario. But everyone but, that was like hesitant to get a Wii U will immediately be like, okay, I'm on board for the Switch. This is everything yeah. I wanted from the Wii U on, on a better console. Yeah. Um, I really would love like for a straight up fan service for them to kind of go like, you know what? This isn't this console isn't always only about AAA games. Here is the fucking sequel to um, Super Metroid. And it's just like a classic 2D Metroid game. Here is soccer... No, fuck off. Metroid. I just want no. my 2D Metro game. I think that, that would, and that's something that fans have been asking for for over a decade. Mm. And I feel like that would be like. I remember like, you said you'd think they should palm it off to an indie title a developer. I agree. I just, I just want them to show, like, okay, we, we've, we've been fucking listening to you. Here is a 2D Metroid game. One thing I hope they figured, well, a moment ago I was praising their social approach for Wii U. I hate the fact that, like, I know on my Wii I've bought Link to the Past. And I can't play that on my DS, my 3DS, or my Wii U. But it's the same game. They haven't added anything to it. I've spent like, probably then it was probably $12. Well, if you bought it on Wii and it's on Wii U, you have to, all you have to do is pay like a $1.25 to upgrade it sure. to Wii U. It's not that bad. It's still not ideal. I just uh, want to be able to have the iTunes, as we've called it when we spoke about like, yeah, you, now we're buying digital movies as opposed to the Blu-rays. Because you just have that in your life catalogue. Like I just showed you before you came here, I've got like every season now for the rest of my life of Eastbound and Down, regardless of what hardware I have for the rest of my life. Like I have those That's digital hot. copies. I just want them to have that. And I really, what I don't understand is why when the Wii U launched, why it took so long for games that had been around on a virtual console for seven years or so on the Wii, why they weren't there from day one. Mm. Like I really think... I, it's an yeah. emulation thing. I mean, no, I know it was a, te- a technical limitation, but Nintendo really launched did, like, with it. Man, remember that Fire Theory, that Fire product I had for Nintendo, which was the Netflix of games. Man, charges twelve dollars a month or whatever, and we have access to that library on any device. And now it doesn't have to be any device because it's going to be one Nintendo device. Yeah, and put GameCube games on there too. Like, like that's so good. Just, just make put it- all your old games on there, just like PlayStation have done. PlayStation fucked Stop. it up. Did they? Well. No, I think Australia fucked it up because we have bad internet. Oh, right. Why? Because we don't have that service here where we can stream. Oh, PlayStation Now. No, yeah. no, no, no. I mean, like, just um, just having oh. access to your back catalog of games no matter what platform yeah. you're playing on. It just, they really need to sort that out because they, ha- they have, you know, the big coup for when Apple Music came out was, and iTunes was, we have the Beatles. Yeah. Like, they've they got, have the Beatles. They've got video Mario. games. Yeah, exactly. Like, they need to do that. Yeah. Um, also, we have found out some rumors today i think in the form of other hardware things that they've registered it's not too super exciting but like patents but it's kind of worth mentioning for like a, a projection mm. kind of like a like a, a nintendo projector for so the we could switch play on the wall That's no what... it's built into the controller i think whoa so it would project to the wall and we could play on that wall as opposed to the small screen we have 10 minutes of battery life yeah. um and then um like an infrared kind of camera thing built into the controller as mm. well I, apparently there's motion sensors built into them as well look um, it was very we're gonna find out lots of Crazy details. It was very Nintendo. They, they, they revealed year. a lot, but they didn't reveal anything. Yeah. Which I think works for them because they're charming. Totally. And I, but I think, yeah, like, I hope they just, they, they, they improve their communication more than anything. I just like, let us know what, what you're working on. Let us know when it's coming out. Stick to those dates and just be better. I Nintendo. think they did right. Like, look. All, Make Nintendo great again. 
from the Wii U's launch video, which we spoke about till now, it's death rattle. Mm-hmm. I'd rate that maybe a three to four out of ten experience, like the Wii U, I'm going to give the entire experience. <laughs> Paper Mario death rattle. That's the late, late most recent game. I'm going to give that whole experience four out of ten. Switch is only, you know, it's now a week old. All we've had is that tweet of Mario looking over a curtain. Perving on, on, on a couple. Great meme. And that video, such a better execution so far in its lifespan. And I'm like, cool, if that's... And what's it, you know, they haven't mentioned anything yet. Yeah. There was no Reggie. There was no Miyamoto. There was nothing. It was there just was no like... no dumb skits. It used the console to sell it. Yeah, exactly. Which and, and, is and, big. And, and they didn't pander it to kids. They didn't pander it to elderly people. No. It was just like their target demographic, 20, 20 something to 30 something. People with iPhones. Like people who have gadgets. People who share fucking videos on Facebook. That's who they're targeted at. And, mm. and I think they did a really successful job. Obviously... We are Nintendo apologists and fanboys. It's biased as fuck, but we're this gonna, is our podcast. We're going to buy one no matter what. Um, Angus, I, I want to, uh, if you don't mind me sharing this bit of info that you shared with me, is that uh, we were both considering getting um, PlayStation VR, PSVR. Yes. I'm still, I still haven't completely written, I, I still might get one. I still want to get one. Uh, it's mostly from the, the, the way my life is at the moment. Uh, I probably don't need uh, to like, you know, shut out two crying children uh, to put a VR unit over no, my head. take the VR home. The, the house is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> you're sitting there naked. And you're like, what the hell happened? But the Switch definitely played a small role in me going, you know, maybe I don't need to get a VR just Look, yet. we don't get this shit for free. We have to line up like, you know, every uh, Tom, Dick and Harry who downloads this and pay hard cold cash for all of our, you know, our, our products. And, you know, maybe that money I was putting aside for VR, which still looks really exciting. It's got a lot of titles. Um, well, I mean, not me. I've, I've got money to burn, but um, you've got money to burn for me, who is a more of a realistic income, more realistic guy who sometimes has sex. Yeah, the um, the, the relatable average Joe of this podcast right now. Uh, <laughs> that money might go to you know might 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 cross out VR money on the envelope and make that switch money. And that wraps up our switch discussion, which I think will continue. I would say every episode until. Do we need it a segment name out. for it? Switching it up? No, that's switching it up. It's great. Go with your go with your gut, man. Whatever you say first is is what it's. Switch it up. That's what's called. Um, cool. So we're going to switch it up to the next news piece, and that is uh, a trailer that we watched after we watched the Wii, the, what the Red Dead, well, the Switch trailer. I just said Switch, and I already forgot what it was called. The NX. Uh, the the Wii Switch. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2 was announced from Rockstar. It's the sequel to, uh, well, it's the, the third in the Red Dead series yeah. after Red Dead Revolver, the game that nobody's played. Red Dead Redemption, one of my all-time favorite games of all time. Mm. Um, you know, a cowboy game. It's uh, very fun in a lot of people's um, I think the smartest game that Rockstar have ever put together, even though there's way too many people that like have sex with dead bodies and shit. I hate all the gross-out humor in the first Just one. Just Rockstar things. But I thought we were going to get a revealed trailer akin to Grand Theft Auto V, which I think is like an incredible game trailer. It showed trailer. off the scale of the game, showed you the city. It was just like, whoa. And it really was just a great way to set the mood. All this does is kind of like remind you that Rockstar are capable of making beautiful looking games. Yep. And it's and set in a time where you probably died when you were 30. Yeah. Because it's so dirty. Yeah. <laughs> uh I, like, it wasn't bad. I was not expecting Nintendo to fucking crush Rockstar yeah. when it came to just wowing their audience Is with a trailer. Is that new Nintendo I've been talking about? They're putting games on iOS. They're yeah. putting games on Android. They're, you know, it's a new Nintendo. To the point where I don't think we need to spend much more time, any more time on, on this until we know more about the game. I feel like I mean, it's one all, thing I think I want to think it's worth noting, it said for Xbox One and PS4, no Switch. No Switch. Also, no PC. No PC. Um, I don't think any PC gamers listen to our podcast. No, we're not master racers. Sorry. Yeah, because we're average Joes. Hey, fam, listeners have sex sometimes. <laughs> sometimes we have sex, and sometimes 
we have kids and the house burns down while we wear VR and we burn money. That's why you listen every week. Um, I do want to have my shitty theory because the, <sighs> just like Super Mario Moonshine, like imagine if that came out, I'd be like, ha ha, I called it. Sunshine. This sounds way more. You're calling it Moonshine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great, but that's also illegal booze. Yeah, I don't think Nintendo would go be, with that. I know. Like drunk Mario in the South. Moonshine could be good because it kind of alludes to Galaxy. Yeah, true. Still, Mario Galaxy Moonshine. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so Red Dead Redemption did a DLC, probably the second best DLC, probably the best DLC Zombies. of all time. Undead Nightmare mm. was what it was called. And um, it was uh, like a kind of Halloween themed uh, package where you have to like gather the four horses of the, of the apocalypse and mm. a zombie plague is going to taken over the town and everyone you know and love is dying and you just kind of make your way through this. It's before when zombie DLC in games was, was still cool. Yeah, this, but this is just, even if, even if this came out after the zombie the DLC was hack, this still did a better job of it than anyone else yeah. has. And it was great. It was a really goofy story. Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, I think everyone is expecting them to do a horror themed kind of Red Dead DLC update after the game comes out. Do you reckon they'll launch with it? Here's my theory of what that's going that's to be. Because that's the online No, no, no I, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, you're right. Red, the Red Dead Online is going to be so much bigger because of, like, that's what they make all their money from now is the GTA Online. GTA Five still has such a strong like, It's still, like, base. in the top 10 of games bought like, every single week. It's insane. Yeah, so bizarre. But, so here's my shitty theory. There is another very uh, cowboy-heavy... Uh, piece of art in uh that, that, that everyone is talking about at the moment in the um in the public sphere you might put it yeah so Little jonah nolan uh westworld yeah right is, now, is uh, the name of the hbo series in which uh there are robot cowboys that you can do anything to mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can go live in a uh, you know like a virtual virtual world. reality uh cowboy world i think that they're going to do a red dead redemption version of westworld and it's going to be called red world Wow. That's based on nothing. That is just me like kind of predicting like, because they, they can't just do zombies again. I, I dig. I think that, I think there's some, uh, there's some, you know. I don't know how they would do it. Well, they'd have some really good lawyers to, Red- battle, to get battle HBOs. Like, you know, you're stealing our ideas. They'd need a little bit. I reckon it's a smart thing to pursue. Like if you're, if you're a character from the GTA universe that goes back in time. Yeah. If you're Trevor. Goes to, like, yeah, exactly. Goes Tre- Trevor in, in the Red Dead Redemption. It's, I think it is a hot theory. And I think if, it's if cool. it comes true, fucking drinks are on me, guys. Rubber up when <laughs> drinks are on lemons. Um, cool. That's all the Red Deb talk. Let's talk about issue number three um, of uh, this important news list. Fuck. Tim Miller was fired from Deadpool because yeah. of creative differences with Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan. And the rumors seem so. Ted Miller was, you know, even to this day, no one said who did it, but he's still kind of said it was he who leaked the test footage years ago. Because he was uh, has an effect, he, he's he a, had a background in effects, in effects, and in advertising, and like basically the reason Deadpool got done on such a tiny he budget. He believed in Ryan Reynolds was also and, and Tim Tim Miller. Like that's why the, the oh, he effect, believed in it. He was he, like, "I'm going to do this with you, Ryan. We, let's do this." The effects were so sick because of him. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, you know, put in the extra time and 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 knew how to cut corners where they could be cut. And the reason it looks as good as it looks, like you know, we were not expecting to enjoy Deadpool at all. And what is I, we were sitting in the theater, and it was about to start, and I was like, "This is gonna be so fucking bad." It was great. We really enjoyed it. Like, yeah, it's a fucking you know fart movie, but fart movies can be good too, guys. Fart movies are great. I love to laugh at farts and have safe. Sex. I don't think there are any farts in it, but uh, it's a it's a 
dick joke movie. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's, it's like it, a, if you're 15, it would be the best movie of all time. Totally. And those movies are important. Yeah. Uh, so I've, I, I'm only bringing this up. Like, who gives a fuck about Deadpool 2? Like, Fox can't keep things good for longer than three minutes. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> eight minute guy, when you work at Fox and you haven't ruined a franchise for eight minutes. <laughs> That's amazing. Make it. <clears throat> um, so I'm more just like angry the fact that, that like, you know. It, I almost feel like maybe Fox like leaked that it was a creative difference for with Ryan Reynolds, so nobody blames them for yeah. the reason that did you movie was read so good. What Ted Miller wanted to do, he wanted to make it. Apparently, this is the rumor out there, and I don't know again if this is probably Fox spun. Is that he wanted to take it to a very different direction to number one and have it very hyper stylized and look very different where Ryan wanted to retain the fourth wall breaking and look at the first one. Okay, All right, well, I kind of understand why that would be annoying then. For, for like, I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess because that's of, kind of like the opposite of what you were kind of insinuating. It's like he Ted was kind of like, you know what, I want to move Tim. on, and Tim was like, I want to move on, do something else. But then this is what I was reading that Ryan was kind of like, well, you know what, like what we did with the first one with the wall breaking, with the Deadpoolishness of it. Why do we have to change it? it? Was such a success. Like, let's just do the same universe and the same look. Sure, right. Which I don't know. I don't know who to, if that's a real or maybe you know. They Fox switched it around and leaked it. Maybe it was Ted who Tim who wanted to be original, uh, to look like the original as opposed to you know a hyper stylizing. But I don't know. I don't know who to believe. Yeah, I kind of now think that there's no way Deadpool two is going to be any good. I don't know. We said that about one. Yeah, so I'm happy to be proven wrong again and again, like, and again. Imagine if you're like someone like, like just a bald young director gets it and has some hell of fun with it. I reckon they're going to announce that Ryan Reynolds is directing Deadpool two. Dude, I think there's a 99.9% chance of that happening. This is, I really this is a hot predictions episode as well. Yeah, I really think that'll happen. I'd, I'd definitely put money behind that. Half the drinks are on me. I'm going as far to say oh, I think that too. All right. Um, should we stay in the Fox, unit, Fox uh, Marvel Why Universe? Why not? We're already here. We're so, here in mildly disappointing franchi- in a mildly entertaining franchise world. Uh, I put on my virtual... We can't shoot these robot cowboys, <laughs> but we can sure as hell watch some mildly disappointing and entertaining franchises. The... Uh, Wait, no, not at all. No VR. Logan. Logan. <laughs> the Logan trailer, uh, which is the final Wolverine movie starring Australia's own Hugh Jackman. Who I think is now, the, will be holding the record as a, the one actor who has portrayed the, the same character longer than any other right. actor has portrayed In, in more movies character. or over time? Um, no, definitely movies, over time. Because even yeah. appearances. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the trailer is a... Uh, very emotional affair set to Johnny Cash's Hurt. Yeah, um, I mean, we'd heard for a long time that it was going to be taking heavy cues from the Old Man Miller, Logan. Which old, old Man Logan book. It's always going to be a bit interesting because it re- relies so many on so many of the characters who were in the Marvel Universe owned by Disney. So, I mean, what do you think? What do you, as, as Mr. Comic Book? That's me. Um, everyone was going off and on about how amazing this trailer is. It just looked like a bunch of, you know, things to me. I really liked it. I got very emotional. I think because, you know, I think I was like, fuck, I was 15 when I saw X-Men. And this is, we've all, you know, there's been talent. Yeah. I was, de- I, I was definitely. Hugh Jackman's last run. And I was like, huh, like, man. For me, the, mo- the emotions came more from Charles Xavier. I was about to say, when you see Not, him with Professor X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you see Logan and there's that moment of them sitting around a table kind of smiling at each other. And like, Johnny Cash's hurt is hit to like. You will have it all, my empire, do it. like that hectically emotional bit. And I'm just like, man, 
This trailer gave me some hell, hell of feelings. And I really like the character of X-23. I really, like, I just, I would love for Fox to nail it with this one. Um, I mean, at the very least, Hugh Jackman deserves a good solo Wolverine movie. This looks like it. I, th- I thought the last one was almost there. It was pretty damn good. Sure. Did you watch it? Uh, it's the only, only X-Men movie I have not seen. Look, it's actually, I, I stand by it. Um, there are things I didn't like about it, i.e. fighting a giant CG samurai at the end of the film. Oh, God. Um, who knows whose Spoilers. idea that was? Um, yeah, was it was it Fox? Was it you know? But um, James Mangold's doing it again. Who did the the Wolverine? The second. Right. I mean, look, Wolverine Origins is absolute garbo. Yeah, and Deadpool, you know, relied on a lot of humor from how shit that movie was. Absolutely, yeah. And the Wolver- I mean, the Wolverine pretty much existed too, just to get away from that, and it had an amazing tease at the end, which you know, I know you haven't seen it, but it's the post-credit scene in an airport where Wolverine's walking through security, and then he can't move, and he looks around, and um, Charles is there, and Magneto, and they're like, "We need your help," and it goes straight into Days of Future Past, right? Which is awesome, so cool. great. Well, at the end of Apocalypse, we saw we see Mister Sinister, um, or, or right. someone we'll who works for suitcase. SX. Yeah, yeah, he's a uh, steel. Um, he's at the. Um, he's still like Wolverine's genetic material. Yep. So, and that's probably what leads to X twenty three. There are all kinds of theories on what's so going to happen. X twenty three for those who don't know. Uh, essentially, a, a cloned female version of Wolverine, and she is now Wolverine in the comics. That's right. Yep. Laura Kinney. She's, she's really. She's a good character. Um, we had confirmation that it was Laura because there is a um, Weapon X Instagram account which has been showing some very hyper stylized black and white shots from the film, teasing things. Uh, had a photo of the child actor and confirmed it by. Titling it Laura. Stephen Merchant's in it, which is looking great. As, um, he's playing name? the Albino. Uh, Cadillac. <laughs> it's definitely not. It's Cadillac. Cadillac. No, it's Cadillac. not Cadillac either. It's, uh, I always fuck his name up. He, Catalyst? He, he was, he, he was actually in Apocalypse. Sure. Um, what was he, where, where was he in Apocalypse? Uh, he's the guy that, like, um, uh, that, uh, what's her name works for? Cyclock works for. Cyclock works for. Cyclock. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, fuck his name. Yeah, fuck his name, guys. Rubber up and fuck his name. <laughs> Rubber up, but be safe. What do you think of um, Wolverine sticking his claws through that guy's head in the, in the red band drum? Caliban. Caliban. I've been wanting to say that for years. And not be like a, a grunt Cadillac. soldier with like a mask on or something. Yeah. It was nice and juicy. Yeah, yeah. Um, are they the Reaver? Who, who are the-, the Reavers are in this, apparently. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Like... There's, there's a lot of things. X Men have so many weird ideas and weird characters that it's good for them to revisit some new new things. Yeah, it looks very mature. Yeah, I hope it's good. Yeah, I hope it's. I hope all movies is good are good, but I hope this one in Make, particular. I, I I hope this is good more than I hope Deadpool two is good. Me too. If that makes any sense. I think I think Hugh deserves it. I think Hugh deserves it. I think it just needs to be like a really kind of character driven piece. Mm-hmm. No CG. Big Samurais, just really about Logan, like, boil down who is Logan, what is he, like, what, you know, really. And, and I think they make it kind of like a low risk if they copy Deadpool. I, you know, and I, I don't think this movie would be getting made without Deadpool's success. I think it had a lot to do with it to so, show Fox, hey, you know, these small risk, low bu- lower budget films can, you know, we can do this. Is Logan going to call Professor Xavier a dumb cunt? Because he can. It's our baby. He can. Don't know if that's the direction that Hugh was really... It'd be so funny if Hugh's been like, fucking finally, after 16 years of this shitty diet I've had to do, I can finally have my like my, my wish of saying on celluloid, you're a dumb cunt, Professor X. <laughs> I'd love that. Yeah. Everyone would love that. Um, so over to actual Marvel Universe now. 
two little news tidbits. Okay. One of them is not really news. That's that uh, Doctor Strange is out. I'm seeing it tomorrow. I'm seeing it tomorrow. You're seeing it shortly after, I'm sure, because it comes out in Australia this weekend. Yeah. Um, weekend. That's a weird release. Oh, or like this Thursday. Thursday, whatever. Thursday's a weekend, baby. Money to burn. <laughs> Money up. to burn. I buy weekends. <laughs> um, are you excited about this movie? It kind of crept up on us, and now it's just here. Um, apparently... I haven't got, I haven't actually read reviews. I just read the headlines of reviews. I'm trying to. I like to form my own opinion. Mm. Thank you very much. Um, but uh, it looks like people are comparing it to like the first Iron Man movie mm-hmm. and Batman Begins in that it's like you know an origin. It's movie. an origin movie, but it's a good origin movie. And apparently, the special effects are the best Marvel effects mm. ever looked, which is which cool because cool, Marvel's never really had that. No, I've never gone like, ooh, that's a bad special effect. Yeah, they've always, yeah, I mean, like, they've always been quite great. Um, Even like a de-aging Michael I Douglas I am about as excited as I am And this isn't a diss As I was for Star Trek Beyond Really liked the first two Star Trek movies Saw them first week of opening mm. Some of them first night of opening Some of them there's only two Just somehow missed Star Trek Beyond And I saw it's on iTunes now Yeah we, we missed it I, I had free tickets to go to the Star Trek Beyond And I didn't go, didn't go. And I'm not saying this will happen Money again. to burn <laughs> Not saying this will happen again But I have the same level of science I'm like oh I'm mildly interested in this. Yeah. I might go... I'll try and go to see it. You should see it. It's it's a superhero movie, baby. Yeah, I know. I do have to see it. Look, if I didn't have a podcast <laughs> that devoted itself to it, I'd be probably tossing up whether I'd see it now or not. But I will go see it. I just... I, I don't really... Besides cameos in Spider-Man and dance lots run that I was really into and a few cameos in there. Like, I don't know a lot about Doctor Strange, so I'm not really invested in the character. I, I know where his place is in the Marvel Universe. I know what he stands for. And I know that, you know... This is another step in, I guess, widening the Marvel palette, much like Guardians of the Galaxy did when it first came out in that original slate of Marvel films, like being the wild card. The kind yeah, of yeah, sure. How I can see that being another, like now that was kind of like going Marvel can go cosmic, you dudes, and it will because you know we've got an Infinity Gauntlet coming up later and blah blah blah. And this is like Marvel can get magical. Yeah, like hold on to your magic sticks and dark Ch- spirits. Yeah, so I, I can see why it's happening strategically. Also, I was reading, I haven't read, I've only read what you've read as well. I was reading someone's point of view that was like, this was at a time when Robert Downey's future with Marvel Disney was still up in the air. So maybe they were making, they were hero making. And before Spider-Man became under the Marvel's guidance, and maybe this movie was originally pitched as perhaps somebody who could replace right. the Robert Downey AAA actor title. Sure. Okay. I'm still excited for it. I'm, ex- I'm I will report excited. back next week. Yeah, like, I, definitely if I got free tickets, I'd go. Or if I can find someone to go with me in this week, I'll do it. Cool, man. Good luck. But, like, not crazy excited. Um, and then around the corner, and I, I this took me by surprise, Guardians of the Galaxy, number yeah. two. We're probably going to see the sequel to Guardians of the Galaxy before we get a Nintendo Switch. It looks like I think it's coming out in March. Oh wow! Is it um, really? So we got a we got a, a, a kind of teaser trailer for it. It's great. Um, I'm so into it. Yeah, it was really really cute. You know, I, I had problems with the um, Guardians of the Galaxy movie because I think I had such high expectations for it, and then I didn't think any of the jokes landed, and I ended up going like, "Oh, that wasn't as good as I wanted it to be." And then with time, I've been like, "I really loved that movie." And I had the opposite effect. Where, no, not the opposite, but from the get go, I was like, "That was so great. I loved it," and I still think it's like my favorite Marvel movie. Oh, cool. It's, I, I think it's such a great movie. I don't and know if that's the definition of opposite. <laughs> no, that I corrected myself. I was like, no, it's not the definition of opposite, but I, it's still my favorite Marvel movie. I just think it just tapped into a film that I haven't seen since like the 80s as a kid growing up where it's like a, even though it's not a 
non-franchise just like a weird standalone science fiction that wasn't Star Wars. Yeah, but if that was like the perfect teaser trailer. I forgot that movie was coming out. It just gave me a bunch of reminders of why I really liked those characters and a couple of new... Like, it barely gave us anything new. Mm. And I was like, cool, I'm on board. Can't yeah. wait. Baby Groot at the end. Love it. Yeah, Baby Cute. Groot in a leather... In Star Lord's little jacket. Beautiful. Very cool. Yep, I'm on board. It's going to make millions. Dave it's- Bautista as, uh, as um, Drax is Hilarious. fantastic. Yep. Yeah. Career-defining role. Fucking Yondu. Yondu now part of the pack by the look of it. Right. Wolf pack back, baby. Wolf pack back. <laughs> They're back. Cool. Um, Guardians. Oh, yeah, you predicted about the right amount of time for all these. Um, Donald Glover is Lando Carizian. I mean, headline, that, that's probably in the, the second, from my point of view, most perfect Star Wars headline, not just for me as a fan, but for the wider audience buy-in as J.J. Abrams is directing episode seven. Mm. I think. Really? That's great. For me, because I've seen like nothing but from people who, I'm not going to say normies because I think that's a really shitty word, but non, I mean, you're in this room right now and it's kind of like a weird quasi shrine to Star Wars. Like, obviously what I'm going to say is very biased. I love Phil Lord and Chris Miller. I think what they do is amazing. I love all their work from, you know, Cloud Over Chance of Meatballs, 21 Jump Street, Lego Last movie. Man on Earth, Lego Movie. I think they're great. I really want to see that. What's that new Fox show with... Uh, oh, there's a lot of ads for it when I was over there, like the um, animated yeah, um, yeah. He-Man being the daddy. So good. Looks great. So, yeah. So, I'm just like... Son of Zorn, I think it's called. Man, they can't do anything wrong in my eyes. Mm. But this was such a big announcement. Like, people who don't cover Star Wars were covering this story. Yeah. I guess there's our musical buy-in as well with, you know, the Gambino career. Yeah, so I've DJed for um, Childish, yeah, that's Childish right. Gambino a, a and I've gone on tour with Childish Gambino. So I've gone on tour and DJed for... A scoundrel. Lando 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 How fucking cool is that? It's so great. Look, it's perfect casting. Yeah. It's like if anyone's up in arms... He can do the comedy stuff. He can do the, the dramatic stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, as we all know... Um, uh, and I mean, I'm Lando really was happy a great, too, remember, slightly emotional rapper. Yeah. So he can do that that element of his character too. Yeah. And look, I think it's great. I mean, five or whatever years ago when The Amazing Spider-Man, uh, the Mark Webb directed series was going through its casting, you know, Donald Glover put up a really big kind of, or did, he was really campaigning for that role. Yeah. Maybe. I, I don't know if he was necessarily campaigning. Someone, said, someone suggested it and... People either ran with it or were yeah. fucking like racistly disgusted by it. Yeah, and then a year later, Miles Morales came was born by Marvel, and yeah, you know that would never have happened without Donald Glover. That's a very good point. To the point where Donald Glover voiced Miles Morales in a Spider-Man animated TV series, the whatever Spider-Man. Oh, fuck, I've never seen that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, in an episode. That's so he's, cool. He's, it's awesome. And then there but, was uh, great, great moments in Community where Donald Glover, where uh, what's his name, Troy. Troy was wearing uh, Spider-Man pajamas. Yeah. It was yeah. just great stuff like that. But it's just so cool because it's like he's finally, not finally, but I'm glad to see him get like a non-cameo movie role like The Martian or something. Like he is now playing one of the like top 10 most recognizable Star Wars characters, so to speak. The original and, you know. Go first, to that list. The original first black. Number one, Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Number two. Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. Number three, Princess Chewbacca. Leia. Oh, fuck. No, you know what? I'm putting Chewie above. You would do that. You I'm put, fucking No, I'm putting MRA. Chewie and the droids above Luke. <laughs> you, I'm just thinking of Terms of Merch. Wookiee rights advocate. I'm putting in the Terms of Merch. You know, you always see the, you know, the things that have masks on. But the layer, layers hair, hairstyle. I think that's definitely number three. It's iconic. No, I don't know. I think the droids are after Vader. Okay. 
Just because they're... Also before Luke as well. Yeah, Luke kind of changes his look. Like, I think this is my autism kicking in. Like, Vader and the droids look consistent in every okay, film. Okay, yeah, sure. Right. Luke has different outfits. Right, so, but- they're top three and then and then what? Like, so, so Han, Chewie. Han, Han um, Luke and, and Leia. Are, 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 like, Jabba's are, are, are pretty iconic. I don't know why. Jabba, Chewie. Stormtrooper designs pretty Storm cool. Stormtrooper, fuck, Stormtrooper is like probably number yeah, two. Yeah, I put that up number two. That's up there with the droids. Yoda. Yoda's up there. Yoda, Boba Fett, and then finally Lando. Lando. Yeah. What about like BV-8 and stuff? I'm talking classics. Okay, and even Darth Maul. <laughs> that would be a whole episode. Um, he, look, he's, he's not fir- gonna. Angus isn't gonna sleep tonight. Now <laughs> he's the first black guy in Star Wars, and that's a huge deal. Mm. That's awesome, and I don't know. I'm just glad to see, you know. This guy was, you know, maybe forced to campaign, not forced to... Was yeah, like, the first black guy in The Martian. Yeah, first black guy to be on Mars. <laughs> the movie. Uh, first black guy to buy a Mars bar. And now he's going to be the first black guy in... Second black guy to play Lando Calrissian. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's great. Like, it's awesome. I'm, I don't know. I'm really on board. And yeah, I'm really Not only board. because I love those directors and I think a lot of people are kind of a bit weary of this Han Solo film. Man, I hope it's just like a straight up buddy comedy. With action. Like, totally. it's like a lethal yeah, weapon totally. or something. Like, I really think they're, you know, Rogue One's being, you know, I could be eating my own hat in a few mm. weeks, but it's being touted as like the war Star Wars movie. Like the one that's like about, you know, the grunts on the, on the, on the, on the battlefield. I'm so fucking excited for Rogue One. <sighs> Can't wait to see it. Are we going to midnight screen? That of course we are. We're going to do a weird ass live episode straight after. Can't wait. Uh, yeah. I'm just so on board. Yeah. Um, it's great. So, I was talking about Star Wars. Uh, there's a new Star Wars 3D Blu-ray edition coming mm-hmm. out. Coming out um, next week. When, when the original Blu-ray edition came out, we were like, where's all the cool special features? Where's the J.J. Abrams commentary? commentary. Where's those two extra deleted scenes that aren't on the original one? And it looks like we're getting all of that now. So, everyone like us that bought that first uh, collection, you money fucking to burn. burnt that money away like you should have. You hey fam. Yeah, I'll be getting it, obviously. Um, it's like 50 bucks. Um, and there's way more shit. There's like a bunch of discs. Four discs. It's in a beautiful little package. Yeah. And if you're an idiot like me, I've got a 3D television. So, Hashtag uh, money to burn. <laughs> I'm this, this whole episode was just set up to make you feel, come across like the more relatable one. Yeah. This is the first time I've come across as the most relatable person on <laughs> HeyFam. I couldn't be happier or you're, you should be really worried. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. That, that's, a, that's not really a news piece. Just a like if you're an idiot who likes throwing money away like we are. Chances are you are if you listen to this show. Blu-ray edition, 3D version of Force Awakens. Go get it. Which takes us to the final news point. And no, I'm not talking about the joke one. Tommy Dassler was an egg. We covered that already. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio is making a Captain Planet movie. What a piece of shit news to end on. There's been a great episode before this. I mean... Uh, he's the producer on it. He's probably not going to be it. No, he won't be it. I would see the fuck out of this movie if he, if he was Captain Planet. It would be amazing. Um... I mean, in this age where everything that we at any point loved or tolerated Will be is, getting, is becoming a blockbuster movie. We've got a Power movie. Rangers movie coming out next year. We've got, you know, a fucking Monopoly movie coming out. We've got a McDonald's movie. Maybe that's already out. Do you think they're going to try and make something a bit real world or just completely high camp? I mean, you know what? In this post-Deadpool Guardians of the Galaxy Lego movie world where <laughs> so many ideas that you would think, nah, that We're about work. to get a Tetris trilogy. <laughs> Remember? That's what I'm talking about. We're getting the fucking emoji movie. Oh, yeah, fuck. But you know what? Angry Birds is getting a sequel. I think the best thing these big studios can do is give such a kind of ludicrous idea to like... Again, I want to use these guys because we just spoke about them. Like a young Phil, Moore, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Yeah. And go like, 
we're giving you Captain Planet, but like kind of do something with it that's a bit different. Like don't make a gritty reboot. You know what I mean? Like poke some fun at it, but also make it a good homage. It's a realist comedy. Yeah. And I mean, I remember, do you remember when like, I know I harp on these more than like the people who are in them, but when 21 Jump Street was announced, I was like, oh, it's going to be like, the Miami Vice new film. You know how they made that with the Colin Farrell one? Yeah, yeah. I was like, they're going to do a dark, gritty kind of 21 Jump Street. I get it. And then end up being this like bizarre comedy. Totally. Over Not bizarre, but compared comedy. to yeah, the yeah. original concept. Totally. So I'd love for them to kind of just be like, go do that with Captain Planet. Like that's how I think they should be doing the Power Rangers. But no, they're going for the like, you know. I think Power Rangers could be like a, a serious franchise for teenagers though. I don't know, it's called Power Rangers. Like, I still have huge problems with that. It's like treating the Ninja Turtles too seriously. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're not really taking it that seriously. No, I mean, they're not because I think Bill Hader's the voice of the robot. And yep, and Brian Cranston Brian is, Cranston is Zordon. Zordon and uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks, Banks is Rita. Rita Repulsa. Whatever. We sp- what's great of this, we spent more time talking about Power Rangers than we did for Captain Planet. <laughs> it's essentially the same show, you dorks. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, that, that, that's that, they're two franchises that should be just linked together. Oh, they should be doing that like G.I. Joe, Action Man, Universe Build. What's that one called? The Has- uh, Hasbro, Hasbro one, yeah. They should be doing that with that. I'm trying to read that comic that brings all those worlds together is at the moment. Shit house? It started out really fun and I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And it's, I've, I'm like, now I have no idea what's going on <laughs> in the pages. That sucks. It's all about like the, um, the Micronauts and M-A-S-K. Oh, I remember M-A-S-K growing up. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. So that, I spoke about difficult. it actually recently on um, Steel Saunders' podcast about uh, R.I.P. Kenny Baker. Because I said like my earliest R2 memory was being in um, Indonesia with my parents as like a three-year-old. And then M-A-S-K or Mask, whatever, there was like a droid that I think I actually realized Ken I made as well. And it just ripped off R2-D2 and a kid <laughs> wrote it. And I was like, I remember seeing that and being like, that's not R2-D2, but I'm going to buy it anyway. And that was, that's a weird aside. There's a Ford promo or a back promo for an old Steel Wars podcast. Go listen to it. It's a great podcast. Have fun. That's the end of the new stuff anyway. That was a really fun episode. Yeah. Yes. Um, I just want to say, what did you watch this week? Because I, I, you know, I saw a film. I just watched lots of trailers. You, oh, you saw the fucking new Godzilla movie, huh? Yeah, I saw Shin Godzilla. And I know that I've spoken about it a few times on this podcast. I'm one of my greatest loves. Um, I have many, but uh, favorite you know, movies, series is um, Neon Genesis Evangelion. I mean, even if you don't like anime, and I think even if you haven't seen it, like you do know that it's kind of like Akira, like you do know it has this very holy place. Mm-hmm. And it's like an anime that people who don't like anime can like enjoy. Like if you're going to watch one, it's one that I I think it's someone that, you know, it's 24 episodes. It's not like these like One Long Piece story. or, uh, you know, yeah. these ones that are like, like Dragon Ball Z, like 13 year old series. You know, I could do a whole episode on why it's amazing, but I won't. What I will say, though, is that... Because uh, direct- trying, he's trying to be the relatable one this episode. I'm trying to be the relatable one. Uh, the creator of Evangelion, Hideaki Anno, has just made the... Released, and well, he's directed and wrote, produced, etc. with another director who is, I think has done a bunch of animation stuff. I can't remember at the top of my head. Uh, Shin Godzilla or Godzilla Resurgence, I think it's getting called in the US which is the Japanese reboot the Toho reboot of Godzilla and look I really liked um, the 2014 was it Godzilla Mm -hmm. which is now we found out is now a universe building um, film with you know it's going to be King. what is that Skull Island King Kong's coming out 
then the next one's going to be Godzilla 2, then Godzilla vs. King Kong. And it's worth noting because Gareth Edwards made it, mm-hmm. who's doing Rogue One. It was yep. kind of his audition. Great movie. I really like the ending when Godzilla... Have you seen it? No. Oh, well, kind you, of like, you like the ending? Yeah, good ending. <laughs> nice ending. Nice to see Godzilla portrayed in a slightly different fashion, not in physically, like I thought, you know. Um, but it was very traditional. It was very much like, get the scientists. Get the soldiers, you know. Very, it was, it was, it, was, it, it paid a lot of respect to the Japanese Godzilla. It was, it had like multi, uh, uh, racial cast, and I think if I, I watched it on a plane, so I can't remember too well. But I think it's like it's set in both Japan and America. It's the same monster attacking both. It, right. it was obviously made for both audiences. Brian Cranston was in it as all sure. on. You know, I ticked all yep. the boxes. What's great about this movie, and it's, I think, indicative as to why I love Evangelion, which you know, in writing, is a series about. Three teenagers who pilot um, giant robots to stop these creatures called angels saving Tokyo. It's nothing like that. It's about like everything besides that, even though that is it in writing. This is like Godzilla via bureaucracy. Like 90% of it is set inside offices within the Diet Building, which is like their parliament house. And mixed media stuff like iPhone footage, YouTube clips of this thing coming up and politicians being like how do we deal with this what is it oh it's a nuclear fissure problem we've got to pump x amount of hundreds of thousands of dollars to fix that now no it's now moving towards land okay and it's all about like the paperwork all these like meetings with 30 people like you know the head of the um, commerce department head of the tollway thing when he destroys a bridge like all these people like what what are we going to say how are we going to tell the public and it's all about that wow it's amazing it's like the paperwork version of godzilla but it's amazing the godzilla designs are made and what, what's interesting too is um whereas you know the first godzilla was obviously a reaction to atomic bombs being dropped on japan like most of their art is evangelion even is like everything is basically every you know great piece of japanese pop art from the last 50 years be it film or tv is some allusion to that most of it being it's a new tokyo or a post-apocalyptic tokyo this takes a lot of allusion to the fukushima reactor um meltdown which in japan's called 311 because it was like you know they're copying america with 9-11 but no i think it was also great band great band uh yeah which is um great great band i think you know that that, they'll they'll listen to 311 so much that day that none of the nuclear power could contain it but this godzilla kind of borrows heavily from that in the sense where i remember the footage from that remember we saw that amazing aerial shot of like when i say amazing i mean like horrifying that tidal wave like just coming in taking out entire do you remember that? Like, yeah, you remember seeing the footage? Like, yeah. And this Godzilla is kind of like, like you kind of see it in baby form before it gets to two legs and he's kind of like just running through cities as this kind of sluggish thing with huge weird bug eyes. He hasn't really developed yet. Just taking out entire cities and leaving radiation in wake, which again happened in Fukushima and it kind of is the Fukushima version of Godzilla. Right. It's really interesting. But also for Evangelion nerds, it's great. It uses a lot of the music from Evangelion, oh, which cool. is really uses the same composer, like literally some of the same awesome. battle songs and some sound effects from Evangelion. And it's just Godzilla just, I can't stop thinking about the design. Like it actually looks grotesque and like a sea monster. Like it's kind of gross. Cool. These tiny little arms, this huge tail, which is almost twice the size of him. Awesome. Just kind of sea-like as well. But it was fascinating. And, it just had these amazing moments which you wouldn't get in another like iteration of Godzilla you know, i.e. the American one. You had a you know, at the end of the day, obviously, they figure out how to stop Godzilla somehow and they do it and there's no cheering because it's Japanese that you know, they they're all kind of probably 
like sad they've stopped it. Yeah. And then, you know, one of the outcomes, there's a line and it's like, you know, we have to learn to live with this thing, which is such a post-World War II Japanese kind of mentality, which you wouldn't see in like a, yeah, we did it, boys. Whoa. Yeah, sure. Light up the cigars, fly the flag. And it was just like, I really like saying that. It was like, oh, this is like really cool. And it's setting up sequels and stuff, but it was also like, man, this is great. This is like such a weird bureaucratic take on Godzilla. And stylistically, it looks amazing. Like Anno has such specific shots he's known for. It was so good. It was one of the best movies I've seen this year. Haven't stopped thinking about it since seeing it and can't wait to watch it again. Um, I'm not sure if I brought this up when you talked about Shin Godzilla recently, but there is a um, a comic book guy over here. Oh, comic book guy. (laughs) Um, There is an amazing comic book called... um, Godzilla The Half Century War oh, by wow. James Stoko and it is about basically it's like uh, five issues and each one is over like a, a decade passes and it follows one guy who he starts out as someone trying to take out Godzilla as Godzilla you know makes one of his early attacks on Japan in like the 50s and then you follow him through decade by decade as he learns to have to work alongside Godzilla to fight other monsters. It's so good. And it's really, really great. And he has like Who this, publishes it? Uh, IDW. Through, uh, I think, Oni Press? Maybe, no, Oni you're Press. right. IDW. Yeah, IDW. Yeah. yeah. I it's, think I saw it. Yeah. The, the IDW put out way too many Godzilla comics and very few of them are actually good, but this one is like p- perfect. That sounds sick. I really want to read really, that. And, and James Stucco, is a, he writes and draws it and Stucco is such a good artist. So. I want to read that so bad. He's, currently, okay, he's really... currently doing some stuff on Moon Knight. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, cool. It really stoked my Godzilla love. Like I used to love Godzilla as a kid. Matthew love Broderick, Godzilla. Bro. <laughs> Not that Godzilla. <laughs> Jimmy Page, Puff Daddy on the same that track. That Godzilla. That's the Godzilla <laughs> I'm talking about. Uh, a, a remix of Brain Stew by Green Day with Godzilla yelling over the top of it. We all wanted it. That's the, that's the weirdest thing on the... Uh... Was there Silverchair song on there as well? What was it? Deep, Jamiroquai's Deeper Underground. Yeah, um, and it came out like soon after the Spawn soundtrack, which again was like... Come With Me with Puff Daddy and, uh, and Jimmy Page. And then it was Brain Stew, like... Dang, dang, that one. But then yeah. it's like every time, on my own, here we go. And then you hear Godzilla go... So weird. <laughs> so weird that that got put together. Untitled, so which I had a B-side called All Untitled on it. What was the other single? Foo Fighters. There was another single that had, um, had Godzilla yelling on it. Man, this oh, coming up for air by Ben Folds Five was on it. Fucking hell, heroes! Yeah, the heroes. The wallflowers doing heroes. Yeah. man, this is a big, big, uh, just a big, big soundtrack. What should, bring, bring the big soundtrack back. I guess Suicide Squad did. We just ignored it. Yeah, we chose to ignore it and went back to lacking generic Marvel. I'd, I'd rather take generic Marvel. Yeah, um, forgettable fanfare. Yeah. Look, I'll let you know how that is after I see Doctor Strange 2. Apparently, it's supposed to be the best score out of any Marvel movie. Really? Yeah, everyone's like, it's the only one that's rememberable and kind of aims to be different. Well, maybe they took that that article to heart. I think they, think they would. Cool. All right, well, thank you so much for listening to Hey Fan. This is a very funny episode to do, and uh, the next one, I'm sure, will be very different. <laughs> uh, you can find us online facebook.com slash heyfanpodcast or send us an email to heyfanpodcast at gmail.com yeah. we love hearing from you uh, we will be planning some live events very soon I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a mess at the moment I'm about to go on tour with the Venga Boys uh, and, um, and Tina Cousins and Crystal Waters and Wigfield and Joanne of Jack Jack Jackie fame and Sonic so it's a bit of a 90s fest uh, we're hitting all major Just cities in Australia and New Zealand so uh, if you were living in any of those places and you have tickets to, to go, come, go come on board the Venga bus, keep an eye out for your old boy Lev Dog, who is having a DJ, a five-hour set at every one of these parties. He's a designated driver of That's the right. bus. <laughs> um, 
I'm gonna. I don't know. I'm gonna try and record something with the Venga Boys. I don't Please know. If that, do. Should do a hey fam? fam thing. What should we? What should we talk about? Get some new stings for us. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Perfect. That, that's a, that's a, at the very least I can do that. Get some amazing Venga Boy stings. You can find me online twitter.com/slash levdog l e v d a w g and Angus is online at Chimich Angus. It's Angus with Chimich at the front. Wow. I never thought of it like that. Um. I can't wait for all this new news to come out as soon as we hit publish as we on hit this publish episode. Tomorrow, I can't wait for us all to be playing Mario Run, <laughs> copping first looks at the new Han Solo movie. Yep. Um, thank you so much for listening and enjoy your morning. Enjoy your morning. Hey! Bam, 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 bam. Hey, this is Levin. Thanks so much for listening to Hey Fam. If you're not completely sick of my voice, why don't you go and check out one of my other podcasts? One of them is called The Mitchin and is all about the Sydney food and bar scene. And the other one is called Serious Issues and it's all about comic books. If you uh, get angry that Angus and I don't talk about comic books anymore, it's because all I do is talk about comic books at Serious Issues. So go there instead. Uh, you can find both of the podcasts on iTunes or download them directly at yolevins.com slash podcasts. Thanks so much for listening and for your support. And I'll see you next week. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.